I'm Bobby. I'm Nathan. And this isn't a joke. This isn't no. It's not a joke. It's a podcast. Or this could be a podcast. Yeah, but you have a you have a choice. You have a decision you can make. When you're like, hey, do I want to deal do with I this? Do I want a dog? Or do I not want to deal with no. this? Here's the deal. And I know there's different levels because again, I know you're not a dog person, but like it's it's definitely less to say, oh, I I have a dog, then yeah. I'm going to bring a child into the world, right? Uh, so I had to get yeah. up early for like the you know sixth time in the last two weeks. So <laughs> this. <laughs> Dog related? I, no, 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 oh, okay. no, no. Oh, work, no, you're just work you, had, you had to get up work before ten, and but I was commiserating bummer. with everybody. It, it's fine for me. It's a real but, bummer. But when you have the the talk with everybody else, it's well, I've been up since six. Blah blah blah. I was like, okay, yeah, well, that's because you have kids, and yeah. because you have kids, and kids get up at six in the morning or have to. Yeah. You know, that's why I don't have kids because I don't want to get up at six in the morning, and I have enough foresight to be like i don't want to do that nah, it's not worth it the life-changing experience is not worth getting up at six in the morning or every uh, drug addict looking new uh, new parent just like uh, scratching their arm like looking like they haven't slept in five weeks it's really um, good it'll change your life man yeah it's like being a parent is uh, i don't th- i'm gonna tell you right now and i hope everybody hears it not everybody is just like most people, I would say, are, and they don't want to tell it because they've been fed a lie their whole life. That as soon as they see their child for the first time, it's you know, a, the sun rays start emanating <laughs> out of them and they hear choirs of angels it'll, and, it'll and they realize how much their life's changed. It matter. Um, yeah, no, that's like, that's bullshit. That's yeah. bullshit that, you know, Hallmark tells you. Like, yeah. Uh, no, no, not just Hallmark. Other yeah. other people tell you uh, and that have too. and have bought into it. D- yeah. and they, it's listen. like they're drug addicts. I'm sure crack <sighs> cocaine is yeah. actually very fun and very nice. It just ruins your life, and you can't. Yeah, like, I think that's more methamphetamine. I think mm-hmm. I don't know. We can say anyhow. <laughs> anyhow the, we, po- the point I'm trying to say is that it's okay that like the amount of people who say, "Yeah, I didn't really. I no, I didn't have this weird sense of over." over ending love because of this thing that popped out of my wife uh, th- or or my, uh, out of myself mm-hmm. that many people have said did that. you <laughs> when you knocked up your wife you're like that's it i feel something holy shit i felt something I felt it's, something, it's, it's uh, something deep some, inside something released inside of me i do i do remember as we were like waiting my wife was induced which you should never have your wife induced because don't be induced because it's awful it's do it the natural way. Okay. Seduce uh, your wife. Yeah, seduce your wife. No, she was induced. And <laughs> so it was just, it was wife. just taken forever. I, and I just remember it was like, it wasn't quite morning yet. I'm like, sun hasn't broken yet. I'm like, this is it. This is, this is the start of something new. I feel like the sun needs to break right now. The sun and the sun's Wait, wait, up. wait, doctor. Can you wait the just a second? The sun's coming up over the horizon. And I can sit there and see this. I'm like, oh, this is gonna, it's a new day's dawning. And it's going to be a little bit different from here on out in my life. And that's okay. But did you guys nest beforehand? I know um, you guys had a, an unconventional approach to your first child, but did yeah, you guys? Yeah, I mean, nest? like, we, yeah, we like we did up the baby's room and did all that, and because that was the one thing when uh, when when I was playing in a band and my drummer knocked up his girlfriend, and that's exactly what happened. Um, and then there was the time period; it was a bit of a breakup, you know, and, and on our end, yeah, you know, because yeah. you're slowly your relationship is done. <laughs> yeah, you realize they're that. like, you're like, no, 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 no we no, can no. totally do this. This is fine. This is fine. And then as the weeks go on, you're like, no, there's no, no way actually no we way. can do this. This doesn't make any it's, sense. No, it's hard. And then all of a sudden, our, our friend, you know, our drummer just kind of like disappeared, 
and oh, then yeah. and then our uh, floated off into the ether. Our old, uh, our older, uh, I would say, our band parents. Well, I, I oh, would say okay. what they were. They, they uh, she was, she was explaining. She's like, oh, they're nesting. That's what they're doing. They're nesting right now. Oh. They're just. They're kind of hunkering down. They're getting, they can't really do much, you know. They're, they're yeah. not going out or anything like that. And they're just kind of nesting and getting ready for the baby to be born. I'm like, huh, that's interesting. You're absolutely right. That's what yeah. they're doing. That's, I mean, that those last uh, couple of weeks, it's, and it's also like, there's also like a weird thing, weird phenomenon for women to like have this like sense of I have to do something right now. I, I mean, I've heard stories of women like demolishing their bathrooms and then like six hours later going, I'm, I, I want to start ripping apart this bathroom and then like six hours later going into labor mm-hmm. because they, they just felt like they had this over, you know, sense, this urge to fix something, to do something. Yeah. Their life. Well, I don't know about their life, but <laughs> it's, su- it's super weird. No, I, I know I'm taking a uh, kind of a absurdist approach to having children, but like, I do think a lot of people um, aren't meant to have children. I do think there are people that are like meant to be parents, you know, that, oh. more so than others. I think, that the social construct of it being a thing that you're supposed to do has kind of infiltrated minds of people that probably should never have had children in the first place. And that's exponentially. You've said this, you've said this before. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but it's, I'm but sure. it's exponentially like grown to the point to it uh, out of control state where we just have so many people like they just have kids because it's just, you know, oh, that's man. what happened to them. No, like the whole like child free movement is like, something I've seen grow like so much in the past 15 years of right, but 16, as, 16, 17 years I've been a parent. Right. You but know, as, a, but just, as a child free uh, couple, you know, uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm you're not still al- feeling it on a daily basis. No, I don't align myself with the, the people the child. I'm not doing it to save the planet. I'm doing it com- for completely selfish reasons oh. because yeah. I just don't want to do it. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing. And I think there's a lot of people that if given the choice versus having children, and then selfishly not having children, or just I I think it's actually unselfish of me to not have children. By the way, because I think it's you, I'm going to get you a real medal. I'm going <laughs> to get an a, a, a appreciation award certificate. I think uh, no, I, I think there's a lot of people that have children that, if given the choice, given the actual free choice to say, do I want kids or do I not want kids? Because everyone's normally given this this opportunity after they've had kids, and no one's ever going to say, yeah, I wish I didn't have kids. I saw I've heard plenty of people say. That have kids? Yeah, uh, probably shouldn't have had that kid, and that's and that's I think like that kid's a piece of shit, or like oh man, no, that was an accident. No, I think some people, you know, they. I don't think it's that hard to raise a kid. Well, I consider you like half a parent. Yeah, <laughs> so it's <laughs> you're I, like you're like the divorced dad that <laughs> comes home on the weekends. I'm very busy. Uh, no, I think it's. I don't think it's. As, and I mean it with all due respect. Yeah, by the all way, due respect. Yeah. Uh, I don't think. I think my thing is you should have kids when you're young and stupid and just go to town. It's horrible advice. No, it's it's wonderful advice because get, get this. That's the movie idiocracy, by the way. What you're, what's going to happen is you, if anybody waits, if you wait for the right time to have a kid, you're, you're going to be waiting your whole life. And I think that's a, I think that's, you can try. (laughs) It's like trying to time the market. And it's and it's a horrible idea. No, no, it's not. It's that's a false equivalent. Yeah, no, no, it's not like trying, trying to time, time the people market. People are trying to time the market. You can wait until in you this economy, have. You want me to have kids in this economy? Ugh. How about you can wait till you can afford a down payment on a house to have a child? How about you wait till you have a source of a, a source of revenue that's been consistent for yeah. or, over three years? How about if you? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's one thing. Like honestly, 
I have a hard time making like big investments is because I'm just coming off of being a musician and in the sure. in between world of what we were doing and what I'm doing now. I haven't been able to count on consistently having X amount of money come in and right. know that that's the amount of money that's right. going to come in. It could be, it could be more, it could be less, but it's not a salary. And again, like if you're on a salary, you can at least count for that money to come in. Right. Uh, anyhow. Yeah. You, yeah you just should. take my point and just say, fuck it. No, no, that's, I, well, so if cause, I'm, you, cause you're making the choice. You, you've, you're making the active choice of not having a steady. But income. if somebody doesn't have an act, if someone doesn't have a, uh, solidified source of income that they can count on and when times get touched yeah but like i i look around when i see you know people in our neighborhood that have three kids Mm -hmm. and they're renting a house and it's not that there's anything wrong with that and i don't know what they're doing as far as like having a job and stuff like that but like clearly life has happened to you in a way that i think could be planned out better yeah now as an american you can make whatever choices you want and i can be like that's your choice to make but if I'm going to make that choice for myself, I would do it differently. Oh. So. Okay. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm just saying, once again, my point is having kids when you're young and stupid. That's a horrible thing to it's do. Because you're already poor and it's fine. Yeah, but, you the, can be poor. but you're just making the child be born into a like a yeah, life that fine. they don't. Like you're not going to be able to fulfill them. Like what if you're, what, what like if you're, what? Chi- what if one of your children had like a, uh, degenerative or like a, a serious serious enough I- disease or illness that you couldn't afford to pay for well and that and that's where the social safety net comes in and that's what it's there for is to no no it's not because you decided to have kids when you're young and dumb and one of the kids did need something doesn't fall in society so nobody should have kids unless they're 40 no okay no again you can't just go from like have kids when you're young and dumb yeah. or just have them when you're 40 you're, you're glossing you, over like all the rational times in your life when even when you're 27 you're like i was stupid when i was 21 i was stupid when i was 18 i'm just saying here's the here's the deal no i i think throwing the dice and worrying about kids with like major it's so insignificant insignificant like as far as far as like the so num- is dying from covid but look at what the fuck's happened as, with that as far as the numbers go and also and then it just it gets worse the, the amount of people who put off having kids until they're 40 listen the amount of people who have uh children that have birth defects from women over 40 is but you're is quite you're, is quite you're a lot. taking what i'm saying i'm, I'm not having kids all yeah. right so yeah. i'm not saying have kids when you're 40 i'm saying don't have kids when you're 18 don't have kids when no, you're 20 I, well, don't have kids before you can't go to a bar and get a drink that's stupid. I. That's stupid. I wouldn't plan on it. How about that? Don't. How plan old were on you when you had your kids? I was twenty-one. You're twenty-one. Could you go into a bar when you? Uh, no. When you uh, impregnated your <laughs> no, wife? No. That's stupid. Well, it was an accident. Of and course. It, yeah, and it happens. I mean, I mean, and everyone makes mistakes. Fine. Yeah, but and it's like, fine. Have you when you? And and, and, when, and this is going to be if if this comes across as crass, I'm sorry. Yeah, very crass. But did. I mean, do you don't do you consider your old? I mean, it was an accident. Yeah, an Obviously, unplanned pregnancy. An unplanned pregnancy. So yes. I want to I wanted to get the verbiage right because I didn't yeah. want to say it's not a mistake, right? Right. An accident okay. also is very cool because and this is all tied around here. Hold yeah. on, but okay. So you, does your son know he that he was un, uh, an unplanned yeah. Yeah. baby? Yeah. How did that conversation go? And how did he? Take I don't. It? I don't remember. <laughs> Because that's how <laughs> good of a parent you No, so I think it's Did your wife have that conversation? Uh, I don't know. I think it's always just been there. I, I, or you never sat down and been like, well, when we had you, actually, we weren't planned. No. It wasn't planned. I, well, that's a, 
odd conversation to have. I thought your I thought your wife mentioned that. I don't like it's, because it was coming it's up on always. It's always been there. Because it's how always, old was your wife when when she you, was nineteen? She was nineteen. She was nineteen, almost twenty. Yeah. So I thought the the your son's coming up on the age where He's, your wife was pregnant, and that was a conversation. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, always. Me I mean, like, you know, because he can do math. He can do math as far as like how like how our anniversary and his birthday are specifically you know you know oddly close to each other oddly close to each other <laughs> you know there's and not a different year oh it isn't a different I mean, year it's at least it's in a different year it's not a calendar year it's not a calendar year yeah there's only four months between the between the two of them okay and, and so, so he's picked yeah, up on well that. no yeah he knows and it's not something that we've shied away from it's not something that we're ashamed of you know uh, and, and it's it's it, no, I'm, I'm not saying that you're saying it's mm-hmm. something to be ashamed of i'm just saying like a lot of people oh you know it's like you know a lot of people are like mom dad we've done the math we understand like nobody has a september not a september nobody has a december wedding mm-hmm. okay guys uh, we know what's going on here <laughs> you've taken on this like <laughs> we love the dead of winter okay no 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 no, no. we really love it we've we really always, love it you we've can look always... back there's childhood photos <laughs> where both of us that's actually how we fall in love we both were sharing our love of the dead of winter yeah. I was, uh, I was, uh, That's I was, why we always keep the house at a cool forty-five. Okay. I was an usher at a at a December wedding, and she wasn't knocked up, so I always kind of point back. Interesting. To it's yeah. like other people have done it before. Other people. Are, oh, this is. Yeah. We always listen to Counting Crows like, <laughs> Long December. Okay, it's okay, always it's, there. It's always on there. Uh, but yeah, I I think that you shouldn't put having a child on a pedestal. That's that's something that I think, and that goes both ways. I think that's fair to say. I sure. think that and that goes both ways of. Sitting there, stressing, freaking out, wondering how like you're going to make it work, um, or on the other hand, saying, "Oh, it's this, this is my all-consuming thing." This is and this is and this has been my in okay. This is this has been my uh, you know adage, my my uh, words of wisdom to every parent is learn how to ignore your children. I think it's I I do. You've think, said that before. I've said that a hundred times. I do think it's really important. To, I mean. I remember there was a, there was a study of, the, of uh, the number of hours people work uh-huh. in a week has steadily gone up for the past thirty years. Uh-huh. The number of hours parents spend with their children have steadily gone up over the past thirty years. Mm, I, okay, I don't think <clears throat> so, I mean, that doesn't just, sound right. Well, but. no, I'm just saying like the amount of time that people have gone to sporting events, going to you know, I mean, quality time with your parents yes. has gone up. I yeah, don't well, not quality, not necessarily. Quality is not the time with time with your children time, has gone up. Now, I would I would expect those numbers to be inverse of each other. No, it's, they they've gone up, and the one thing that's gone out is parents' social life, and uh, you know that, you know, th- you know that third place. You know, parents going out to bars. These parents, stats are coming from where? I I don't remember. I couldn't. This is this has been <laughs> years and decades and in, in, of you in, just in just, just polling people. I no, I remember. Uh, no, it's, yeah, it's, well, it's it's statistically fact that it, that's what that's what's happened. It's, From so, what source? I can't recall. Damn it! Anyhow, so, yeah. So the fact. idea is that you know, there's parents don't take enough time to uh, think about themselves and think about their spouse, and I think that's that's really important. Well, that's and, be, yeah. and being so you need to be able to keep yourself grounded and know who yourself because the the number of people who just absolutely know that throw, throw themselves into being a parent i am a parent i am a mom mm-hmm. i am a dad this is my, my all-consuming being mm-hmm. this is the only thing i meant to be in this earth and then guess what that kid goes to school that kid grows up the kid goes to college kid just leaves the house mm-hmm. and then what do you got 
then, you, then you got nothing. And, and you don't know who you are, and you don't know who's your spouse. And you look at the cross of the dinner, breakfast table and say, who the fuck am I married to? So I uh, don't even know this person. And I don't know how to talk to them because I will never spend any time alone with them ever. Correct. And uh, I am not a doctor, but I did take psychology in college. So I am a psychiatrist. Yeah. And I can tell you By that trade. there is a number of reasons as to why that's the case. Because that goes back to my point. People having children because they think that's what they're supposed to do. There's also different relationships that are like, well, we're together and we've been together forever. And I guess the next step is to get married and yeah. then to do that. And again, to go back to the point of aligning yourself with the camps of being being a parent is my identity and I can mm-hmm. have and, and then the I'm not going to have children because I'm going to save the world. I do not align or understand either camp. Okay, right. Yeah. Even though I technically fall into the latter camp. Yeah. But it's also like, no, no, no. It's I'm, I'm I'm making a choice for myself. That's the only reason why I'm doing it. I'm just being honest with the choice. Yeah. And I think when I think both of those principles apply to either side of that party, the people that have children. At really at any age, I mean, I I think there anybody are people. That, just anybody that has I a think kid there are people are that have. Souls. No, I think <laughs> people that there are people that just truly for just the out of the goodness of their heart, just altruistically want to be a parent. Okay, that's what yeah. they want to do, right? Yeah. Or they've convinced themselves that's the case. Okay, cool. And you can live in All whatever. Right. In and I can think of many examples. Of people like, yeah, that you are you are a good parent. You'd make a good parent. You blah 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 blah. There's also a way more people I'm like, you should not be a parent, but here you are. Anyway, I think I think there's selfishness in both of those decisions and both ends of those yeah, court. Sure. And I, I just think, I mean, we are selfish creatures. There's the whole, is there such a thing as a selfless act? Right. Right. So again, that, that's a little psychology coming up. But uh, anyway, no, but, I, but yeah. my, uh, to, to your point though, of what, what did you have? You were going into the, I don't know. No, remind me. Because you had, because I wanted, to, I wanted to touch on that point, but I don't know. Come on, you were talking. I said all kinds of things. Oh my god! You need to understand who you are. Everybody need, and oh, you, you, yes. you should, and you shouldn't have, and that, and that's so, also goes back to your job as well. Your job should not be your identity as well. Sure, I think, I think I, you're, I, if if you're, I think if, if it's a calling, I think. I think for some people it's a calling. A lot of people it's not. No, a lot of people. It's no, I'm saying your job. I, I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't, I. I do think there are certain jobs that require a calling or like if yeah. you, if you, you really have to, the, to be tremendously great at it, you know, you have to give yourself to it. Sure. And I don't think there's anything wrong with it. And, and that's, I don't think that's most jobs. That's an more. Yeah. No, no <laughs> I don't it's think not. That's most jobs. No, you don't have to like be on the TB12 diet to work at Hardee's. That doesn't, it's not a prerequisite. The TB12 what? Yeah, the TB12 diet, Tom Brady's diet, like oh. where it's strenuous or very strict and all this shit like that. That's how he can play quarterback at age 44. He, it's all hard. No, no, no. Carl's Jr.'s? No, I mean? no. no. <laughs> that's, that's, that's all the he t- eats is Carl's Jr.'s? That's the uh, CJ12 diet. That's where he eats uh, 12 famous stars a day. <laughs> Jeez. And it's it's good. Look, it doesn't make you play football any better. But yeah. no, going back to your, your point of the identity, when it becomes yeah. your identity, I think that happens on the other side. So, so as crazy as the people are like that are saying, I'm not having kids because I want to save the planet. We're right. overpopulated and I just don't want to, I couldn't, I couldn't bring a child into this world. Which is total bullshit. Right. The, there is also the side on the other extreme where it's, um, this is my identity. This is who I am. I have to, I'm going to be at every, I'm going to make this child into what I wasn't. And that's where it goes that's into, a problem. and that's where it goes into the identity is wrapped up in the child. Yeah. And then, 
the child can do no wrong because that's Ooh. technically an extension of you. And therefore, in I know my wife has to deal with it a lot in school, that there's been a shift. As there's been a shift in the child-free relationship, there's yeah. also been a shift in the parent, uh, parental approach to... More time m- being spent with your child. So that way, and that means I know them better than you. And, and they're not wrong. And they're not wrong. Which is... Dumb as fuck. Yeah, that's dumb. You shouldn't. No, my I know my kids will do and say dumb things, Mm -hmm. and I understand. Um, Unless I think that teacher is a moron, and I've had a couple of those in my day. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm gonna say, yeah, okay, yeah. What this teacher said is correct. You should fucking do that. Hmm. Yeah, and I think I mean that's how I remember growing up. But again, like I'm not saying, yeah, like. How I grew up was how everyone needs to grow up, blah, blah, right. blah, blah, blah. But it's 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 a phenomenon that's happened where it's like, I don't I cannot recall one time that my parents were like, Absolutely, that teacher is being a fucking idiot. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, do you remember a time when your parents did that? Uh, at all? no, because I don't. I don't remember ever talking. To How my dare? About my, to well, my and teachers. I get. I don't want to like. I, I'll give general <laughs> specifics here, but uh, my my wife was. Uh, at school and this girl beat up another girl and the mom you shouldn't do that the mom came to school and called everyone uh a racist pieces of shit and yeah. said uh that my daughter uh he's getting picked on all the time and i'm glad she beat the shit out of that girl and everything like Ooh. that and it's like well wow that's a huge jump <laughs> that's a it's a huge jump that's i take everything that my child says is gospel and what kind of child does that make? No, what kind well, of kid does that make? And it's really not. It's the... a child that doesn't exist. There's no kid that all it does is just all focuses on the negatives and tells the exact truth in a you know very you know strict narrative of actually what happened. No, no, no. no I'm it's saying always, it's always being like from their perspective. They leave out the negatives. They it's it's a whole fucking thing. Anyhow, I don't think you understood a single thing I just said. No, it's it's a child. It's a person who takes their child's word for that for gospel and that's bullshit and it's not even gospel they defend it they're yeah, like as though yes, like no yeah. i think they have all the facts i think they have all the legitimate facts oh. it's just the actions were justified no. yeah. because she's been getting picked on and she deserved to kick the shit out of them and everything yeah, like so, that yeah i the child's been picked on forever and that's which only true. which may be to your point of the yeah, i only hear the negative but like yeah. in this specific instance Positive, of like yeah. where she's beating the shit out of somebody yeah that's that's bad and she's like no my daughter could never do that that's not what she said she's like yeah, yeah she kicked she, her ass and for and good she fucking fucked reason. Him up, right it's interesting uh there was a i'm trying to remember who was that somebody like i think it was a celebrity that got in trouble for saying hey if somebody's like picking on you go ahead and take a fucking swing at them and it's like oh okay uh, well, again, I uh, and if we're if we're really looking at it from three or like from all angles here, yeah, I really don't think there's a problem with getting a fisticuffs. I think I think yeah. the over like the quick to sue mentality sure. has has really handcuffed a lot of uh, street justice, if you would, if you would, you know, <laughs> where you're like, and again, not that violence is the answer, but sometimes violence can be a nice way to get a point across. In the words of Joe Rogan, I don't like street fights, man. That's that's where trouble comes. Trouble gets bad. Sure. With street sure. fights, just because it But can street get... fights generally just don't happen. Street... They oh, usually yeah. are culminated by yeah. different events leading up to it. Right. Right? Yeah, I, yeah, I thankfully have never been in a fight ever in my life mm-hmm. and i'm happy Until about that after this podcast and, this, and i'm gonna drag, Nathan, i'm gonna drag you into the street and just punch you right in the mouth yeah 
Well, we're no longer friends. So not <laughs> we're, no longer, we're still workplace associates. We got that going for us. Hmm. Huh. Well, <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's anyhow. So I've never been in a fight. I don't think I think fighting's bad. You think it's bad? Um, for the most part, because it's not like a good way of settling things. And the best way of settling things is to say this is bullshit and we shouldn't be angry about it and move on. True. It, it, like True. nine times out of ten. Mm-hmm. Like what the wrongs that have happened are not so egregious to where somebody and it's usually an asshole who is all puffed up and wants to fucking fight no matter what is wants to like get into a fight. And there's no good that can come out of that. Yeah. But there's also the other side of that, too, where the person left unchecked to say and do whatever they want. And in some cases hit and do anything because they know that there is a invisible force field around them that if they get touched, they can scream bloody murder and everything gets pinned on the guy that or the the person that just did the hitting. I mean, it's, it's the, that's another reason why not to do it. Well, you know, it's always the second guy. The second guy, it's always the second guy, guy but it's, but you know what? It's also creates a really shitty human being that knows that they can get away with saying whatever the fuck they want because there's no consequences yeah. to the the other side of that. I generally, yeah, I don't like that. No, and that's that's the world that we lived in. I mean, like, I know you don't follow sports a lot, but uh, I was, uh, yesterday, uh, on Sunday, Tom Brady threw his, uh, which is the Tom Brady? 600th. So his 600th, uh, Regular season, well, uh, I I hate qualifiers, man. I, it, I fucking I don't even quali- know the qualifier. The qualifier is like, it's a 600th, regular season touchdown okay so like uh what who fucking cares no one and honestly as far as like you could you could have asked me yesterday like how many how many touchdowns does tom brady have and i'm like i i have no idea i I mean my thing is like i guess maybe the postseason like that matters for something so it actually matters gun to my head if somebody said you know we don't like violence but gun to my head like i couldn't tell you it was Tom Brady's hundredth. If the rushing records and shit like that, I mean, I'm pretty sure they are only regular season rushing records yeah. or like passing records and shit like that. Is it? Oh, it would have that, to be. Right? Oh, I don't know. Based on that same logic. I have no idea. Anyway, I fucking hate it. I not hate qualifiers point. when it comes to stats. If you've got more Noted. than if you got more than two qualifiers, it's a bullshit stat. This episode will be titled "No Qualifiers," just for no you. Qualifiers. Okay. I fuck. I hate it. I, like. You know what? This is. I don't disagree with you. Monday night it, during regular season, rushing yards by a person with an even number. This is the bet. He just broke that record. Yeah. Nobody. Why would anybody give a shit? It's called uh, a superfluous stat that so, we need to talk about. Somebody's trying to like, justify, the justify their job. Exactly. Oh, no, no, no. I got to have at least mm-hmm. five different stats. I don't know. Add one more thing on a Wednesday. I think we I think we know a couple people on our crew, mainly one that you well i wouldn't you, i mean you're writing all the stats i wouldn't but um but back to my point you had one mean, well i had an anecdotal story <laughs> i guess telling about how crazy our society has become because stats uh, yeah so t- well tom brady threw his 600, 600 touches, yeah and the, the wider season the wider yes okay no don't celebrate too much okay all right we know we know this is not the point of the conversation oh, okay okay the wide receiver though gave the ball to a fan in the front row Oh. Okay, not knowing it was Tom Brady's six hundredth mm. touchdown. Mm. Okay, so he when he figured out, he's like, "Oh, I, oh, I didn't know. I gave the ball away." And so an official for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had to go over to the fan and be like, "Hey, can we get the ball back? That's like the six hundredth touchdown ball, and we, we would like that back." And the guy's like, "Okay, yeah, sure." So he gave the ball back. All right, yeah. nice, nice That's move. That. Trust me, there's other negotiations that we'll bring in here sure. later on. He got he got something. I don't know if he got I, enough. I hope. 
I don't know if he got enough. But, okay. But Tony Romo and Jim Nance were doing the game. And yeah. so this all happened during a commercial break. So again, you know, fun Tony Romo, Jim Nance, good broadcast. You've watched yeah. the game with them. Tony I Romo like, does I a like good the, job. Uh, Tony Romo does a great job. Right. Well, he's coming through. He's doing a, uh, a a mimicking of the conversation between the Tampa Bay official and <laughs> yeah. the, and then the uh, the fan. And he's like, you know what? What will it take? You know? And uh, here, let me see if I can pull up the exact mm. quote. Okay, just to do it justice. Couple tickets. And uh, mm. you tell me what you think about this. So, okay. Here, I got it. I got it right here. This is ready right to there. go. Okay. Um, so. The CBS cameras, of course, caught ta- uh, caught the exchange, and the commentator Tony Romo offered this creepy narration on what hmm. was being said. Okay, this is the this is the article here. Okay, a date with Giselle, a date with Giselle, and I'm in. Uh, Romo says, pretending to be the fan. Okay, Tom will do it. Uh, one time, you got it. Romo continues, now voicing the Bucks official. That's funny. It's funny, right? Yeah. No, 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 no. That's too much. To and then so just after that little exchange, Tom Brady's crude Giselle Bunch and quip is problematic beyond tarnishing Tom Brady's historic moment. <laughs> Headline: Romo's frat boy banter is way out of bounds. Oh jeez, who just, is this Jip? Who's this? Uh, Shalise Manza Young for, uh, for Yahoo Sports. For Yahoo Sports, okay. It's yeah. It goes on and it's really bad. It's like, are you kidding me? <clears throat> Are you kidding? Yeah. Has really? Can we? I mean, it it goes on to like every woman, no matter her net worth or her uh, her lot in life, is her own person and not in not in any way. uh, I just have to read it verbatim because it is just. It. it, I don't want to say it's a tipping point because I think there's been a lot of tipping points, but my God, this was yeah. Because when it when it happened, I was like, hmm. I just wonder. I just wonder where I. I it's fine for <laughs> me, but I wonder if someone's going to go after it. When Cody it. Bellinger in the World Series uh, going to uh, the NLCS said uh, that Logan Webb uh, screwed him in the butt or uh, put it up our butt two times in the series. I'm like, yeah. okay, go after him. Like he he said something. Like he said something. Yeah, right. How is it getting up the butt? A bad thing. Well, he's. I mean, some people like that. It's fine. Yeah. Right. Not that there's anything wrong with. Not that, that there's. He didn't say that. It's a Seinfeld. Yeah, exactly. Bit. So I'll just read the last couple paragraphs here. Um, as if it weren't enough, after hearing details from sideline reporter Tracy, Tracy Wolfson on what Kennedy agreed to before handing the ball over, the ball over, Romo, Romo doubled down on his belief that a date with another man's wife should be should have been part of the negotiation, because of course Brady would pimp out his wife of twelve years to a stranger for the all important prize of a piece of cowhide. I mean, it's football, and football is family. So what's the big deal with handing family over in exchange for a little memorabilia, right? And that's not even accounting for the fact that Kennedy may himself be married or in a committed relationship. To be clear, Bunchin's achievements aren't the reason why it is all why it was offensive. Every woman, no matter her net worth or amount of fame, has agency and is not her significant other's chattel, no matter how many Super Bowls he has won. It was also unseemly and crude the implication that Brady's own uh, that Brady owns his wife and would offer her up in such a way with the Washington yeah. football team workplace case still <clears throat> casting a shadow and with Romo arguably the most visible broadcaster among the NFL's partner networks his inappropriate quip served to reinforce and uh, the general disregard for women in and around the league wow whoa and there's more but I'll, I'll save you uh, yeah um I don't 
I don't listen to that kind of stuff. Oh, I I I don't I, I either. Don't. I'm just I know it exists. That was the top that was the top news story on That yeah, that's That wasn't like you got to scroll all the way down. That's Yahoo for you. Well, I don't think it's only Yahoo. I did not see that hot take and that's okay. I don't want I don't want any part of this. No. No? <laughs> no, I don't know. No? No, absolutely not. You no. don't think that's a result of uh like things going a little too far? Um with having kids? <laughs> I think it's uh I was drawing it back to I that. I mean, I think it's I do think it's interesting. Do I think the pendulum's gone too far the other way? Mm. I, I, here's the deal. I don't think it actually has gone that far too far the other way. Nope. I I think that I think that people who are for the pendulum going that t- that far has had in w- disproportionate voice in it. Y- yeah, well, and, uh, and I think that's what you're seeing though is alternative realities. What you what you're seeing is people that want to see injustice at every turn, and therefore it will be there at every turn. Right. That was clearly a joke. It was clearly meant. There's also been jokes that Giselle's made more money than Tom for their entire relationship, you know, and it's categorically true. Like, oh, there was a, yes, there's. Oh, really? Yeah, and I. That's hold well, on, really. You want to play a game of celebrity net worth? Giselle. Only until Tom went and signed with Tampa Bay was he making because because he always took he team a, friendly deals. He was yeah, he was a team player. That he was time, always right? a team friendly. Yeah, my buddy's a nice guy. Your buddy, close personal friends. <laughs> I wish Tom Brady was my close personal friend. Celebrity. Yeah, let's, let's go. Uh, Tom Brady net worth. How about that? Okay. Well, I, who do you want to start? I with? have no idea. Who do you want to start with? You want to start with Giselle, or you well, want? Let's start with Tom Brady because we already know the answer. And here's the, I don't know what Tom Brady's net worth. I couldn't. Talk I don't. I don't I have either. No, I, 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 well, I have no. I have no earthly idea of what a professional NFL player's net worth is. Yeah, you do. We played celebrity net worth before. Not with. Not with athletes, I don't think. Yeah. Athlete, I'm not, you know, me and the sports ball contracts okay. is not something like I'm really hip to. I All right, also, and then there's not just the contract, then there's the endorsement deals. Like, in that, it's like, I have no idea how, you know, Nike's okay, well, paying $12 million or whatever it is for well, who knows what. We'll throw, throw an idea out there. Throw, I mean, celebritynetworth.com. Not the game show, but this is the game show, okay? What? I already see it. It's right there. Oh fuck! Yeah, damn it. Well, it's, I shouldn't have been more. You shouldn't have looked. I shouldn't have looked. I should have been a good boy. Well, damn Tom you. Brady's celebrity net worth is two hundred and fifty million dollars. Two hundred and fifty. Okay, now don't <clears throat> look. I'm not looking. Don't I know it's. Look. I know Giselle's is more. I don't know. I don't know. This it's is. Just, I. No. It was before Tom Brady went to. Uh, Tampa Bay. Now he's been with Tampa Bay for two years now, and trust me, he's done a lot more endorsements since going to Tampa. Than I he was couldn't ever. pick out Giselle I, out of a lineup right now. Absolutely not. Yeah, never. Um, you might recognize her when you see her. But here's uh, here's the other here's the other caveat. And I skinny, I think. How dare you assume that? She's not Kate Upton. Supermodels can be any size they want. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Clearly. Well. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. And if I had to choose, it'd be Kate Upton all day. But anyway, um, so uh, this, but I want to also bring the interesting caveat here as well, because remember, we had our John Legend and uh, what's right, her face? Right, John Legend uh, and, and uh, uh, whatever his wife's name is, person who's a person, yeah, who I don't follow on Instagram or TikTok. Yeah. 
Whatever her name is. Whatever her name is. <laughs> a couple She's a real person. A misogynist I piece know, of shit. I over know here. she exists. Mm-hmm. I just can't remember her name right now. <laughs> Chrissy Teigen. Chrissy Teigen. Got it. Got it. it. Look, we thought about it. We put some time and effort in. Anyway, That's worth something. the split. So combined, I wonder okay. if they're taking half and half because they're they're married all right so i want to i'm going to take i'm curious if they're doing i'm going to take the 250 i'm going to take the 250 million on celebrity net worth with giselle dot com are you going to go i'm going to go over uh, or under? i'll go over i'll go 350 350 make I the game interesting you know something interesting i'm going to assume it's going to be related no mm, i have I here's have the other no thing idea. i cannot spell giselle bunchen to save my life all right Bess. you better not look I'm not looking. I'm. This is why we need to build some kind of apparatus we for do. the game show. Four hundred million. Four hundred million. They did not go the. They in, independent from her husband, mm-hmm. Tom Brady. Is two fifty. Now hold on. Did they say that about Christy Teigen? No. And John Legend. No. Mm. No. And where do you see independent from her husband? Uh, it's like the the, the fortunate. Okay. The fortune gotcha. is separate and independent from her husband. That's got to be. That's worked uh, out in the the marriage there. Mm, yeah, I'd love to get a look at their prenup. No, I wouldn't, because I don't understand legalese. I, I, I me and I contract like a, law are, is not too. I like a good contract, honestly. I mean, if I, I like no, I like hearing ins and outs of contracts. I can't read a contract to save my life. It is definitely a daunting art, for sure. To, yeah, that's why I, I couldn't write one. I can barely read one. Yeah. You know, and be like, I think you're gonna be okay. I think you're okay. That's why I got that hurts rent a car tattoo on my chest. <laughs> I don't know how to read the contract. Don't know. Um, she's earned over five hundred million dollars on endorsements alone. That's nuts. So, I like. No, well, I not, could not. I could not. I could not pick this woman out from a lineup to save my life. Worldwide, get out of your your uh, American I, mindset. I, I certainly do have a uh, what's the what's the word? Uh, geocentric, not geocentric. I've got a. What's the word? Afrocentric. No, nope. Afrocentric. I certainly <laughs> Amerocentric? do have. What's the word? Ethnocentric view of, of the world. Of the world, where it's like. Uh, well, so I don't think I brought this up on the podcast because we've talked about the NIL deals before. So the oh, the name, name like engine, image likeness deals. But uh, so I looked up. So I did some sleuthing. sleuthing? All right, yeah. and I've talked to you Getting about down this to before, the nitty gritty. But I think this explains it though a little bit. Is that. So of the of the hundred percent of the NIL deals that were signed for this year, the first year it's implemented, okay, sixty percent went to football players. Sixty percent of of overwhelming majority. Sure. That sounds about right. Overwhelming for all yeah. sports. No one even reached double digits. Okay, but the second, t- the second team. Okay, second. That's the second sport. All right, surprised me, and it took me a little bit to be like, "Why is this the case?" What was the, uh, it? Was women's so, volleyball? It was right? women's volleyball. It was, volleyball. It, was, volleyball. It, was, it was women's volleyball. It was eight point nine percent, and then right below it was college basketball, eight point eight percent. Because when we talked about this on the podcast yeah, before, yeah. I was almost assuredly assuming that college basketball was going to be number two, right? Because well, right? it's number two in in popularity, hearts. right? In mine. Uh, but I forgot. I forgot that volleyball players, girl co- volleyball, young coeds in my area is something I'm going to pay money to. Yeah. You know. You know. And so support my sandwich shop. And so it, it's like a lot of supplements. So yeah, the uh, there's a a pair of uh, blonde volleyball players in Arizona that are attractive. Oh right, and they're more like influencers. As oh well, yeah, right. Yeah, so right. they had an example uh, in this article I found. They they got paid by like a whey protein 
supplement. Sure. And yeah. that had like 30,000 likes. That their their paid advertisement, right? I don't have a problem with any of this. And then but wait, wait, wait. And, and it's not that I have a problem. I think you have a problem with it. I just want I just wanted to point out you can't have it both ways. This is the thing. Okay. Their next post that they have of them in a two-piece bikini got 90,000 views. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, it's I have no problem with two-piece bikinis, right? But it's also like you can't you you can't have it both ways. And that's the problem with a lot it's, of people. It's their bodies. They can do whatever they want with the Bobby. You want to go down that road? Uh, sure. You didn't want to go down the Tom Tony Romo talking about this uh, road. No, I don't. But, yeah. No, it's it's one of those things. You don't objectify me, but let me use my sex appeal to right. make money and sell things, which, again, I don't that's have a problem their, with. That's their choice, when man. The talentless Paris Hilton wants to eat a fucking sandwich on yeah. a rodeo bucking clown or whatever the fuck it was. Here, I don't the, care. Here's the deal. But, again, don't. Don't assume that just because okay, Tony Romo makes a a offhand joke about yeah. the negotiation of a football that Tony Romo is part of the toxic masculinity <laughs> of the NFL and the world just in juxtaposition, right? Because he's he's doing <laughs> a bit, yeah. When it's clearly a bit, it's a bit. It's a and bit. that's what he's. I mean, this is the thing. This is I'm well, almost a hundred percent assured that he knows Tom Brady personally. And probably knows Giselle personally. You think it's like how personal? You think they've gone on a double date? It wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise you. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Yeah. What's Tony? Who's Tony? What would surprise me if they were part of like a swing crew and then like Tom Brady? What would surprise uh, me if you knew Tony Tony Roma's wife? Uh, well, he dated Jessica Simpson for a bit, but uh, he's married. He's in a Skechers commercial with her. Oh, (laughs) get this. She's attractive. What? Get this. The amount of television you consume frightens me, quite frankly. No, no, no. Hold it's on. You just quoted me that you knew Tony Romo's wife was in a Skechers commercial. With Tony Romo. That, that airs during like, football when I watch football. Like a, but it sounds like a crazy person. Well, I mean, that's what... So, I was watching Seinfeld today. <laughs> Nathan, you are not going to <laughs> Let me describe repeat. that entire do not episode. Do I've been enjoying it. Nathan has a really bad problem of describing full I episodes of full Seinfeld. Episodes. Which really you could probably do with almost any other show other than Seinfeld, because right. it's about nothing. Yeah. So you telling me a story about nothing for yeah, I mean minutes, many kind minutes. Of a, it was kind of a joke. Yeah, it was a joke, and yeah. it still is a joke. But there was a little too much sincerity into um, it. Um, the first one was because I, I remember what it was. I was, I was trying to make some kind of poignant point about, you know, I don't remember what. You don't want to uh, talk I, about the. No, because I'm done talking about Giselle. I'm talking about objectifying women, Bobby. And it's not about objectifying women. I think you want to uh, listen. If you know Tom Brady selling his wife like some kind of it, sultan, it wasn't, wasn't selling. It was trading. trading. It was different. Oh, it, <laughs> it was <laughs> Jesus. It was different. totally different. It was different. Totally different. I mean, well, I mean, trading for goods and services. I mean, if you make a trade, are you saying the swinging lifestyle is there's something wrong with that? I mean, that's just a trade. It's just a trade, man. It's just a trade. Um, and you don't know. You can't shit on that because you can't shit on uh, anything because you're a white man. Yeah, there's a lot of truth to that. <laughs> they don't even care that you're uh, redheaded. Yeah. That no, that has a... not become a protected class yet. Yeah. People don't understand. People don't understand the. You well, know. you're talking to a man who's left handed. Yeah, so that's nothing. Well, you're just a spawn of Satan. So you got that. You yeah, know. no one wants no. That's 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 actually what I'm looking forward to is <laughs> when we take it, when we take it that far that I'm under the umbrella. I'm like, yeah, you're, I'm, I am left-handed. This is, 
Hold on, guys. I'm left-handed. Yeah. Oh, you. Oh, you are. Okay. Cool. Oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah. I don't. Have you heard any of the the Netflix strike with the? Uh, a, a little bit. I'm. I'm in. I've been in and out with it. Uh, as far as like what's complete fact and what's not. I. You know. I don't know. Well, because it's not about. It's not about the content of Dave Chappelle's special. Oh, as far as it's like not. about like the one gal who was disciplined because she went into a meeting that she wasn't supposed to be at. No, well, she was disciplined because she copied and leaked uh, internal information. That's but, also a problem, yeah. and that's a fireable offense. Yeah. I mean, technically, that's a whistleblower. If you want to, if you want to, like, cloak yourself in that, that's fine. Right, but also, like, it's getting convoluted in the media. And we'll go back to your science. Oh, no, 100%, we'll, we'll 100% get... I think it's convoluted. I think people have mixed and matched, like, offenses and what's, you know, what's being said and what's being done. And like I said, I, I have not been following. I feel like this has been so muddled within the media that I don't have the time to sit there and suss it all out. Mm-hmm. I know that. Most people don't. I, I, I'm going to say that it's, for the most part, bullshit culture war stuff, and I think it's, something that's going to blow over and I don't need to give any thought to it. Well, it's a money grab within Netflix is what it is. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, to get more trans content out there is what their objective is. Oh, I don't. And that's, so that's what it is. It is. No, that's what she said. That's what the, the girl who was fired. That's what their objective is, is to get more content. So it's a money grab for budget. Because they, the, oh. part of the stuff that they released was the the, um, the amount they spent on getting the Chappelle show, which like, but that was it. And she said for that for that amount that they spent, they could have made hundreds of trans programs, and blah, blah blah, and documentaries. I, and all she's that not shit. wrong. She's not wrong, but also like, do also, people want to see that or do they want to see Chappelle's show? What's what's your point? Again, go. I'm tying this back to Seinfeld for you, but I, I mean, but honestly, like, do you want? Do they want to see Seinfeld? Because they also played, probably played a fucking pretty penny for Seinfeld. The amount I don't remember was it seventy five mil. I'm trying to remember what the cost was. I think the overall, right? But that's, the, it, the overall program, David Chappelle. What, what, I'm trying to remember. What was I the, thought it was, it was over a hundred million, but it was a hundred million. Maybe maybe his take was seventy five million. It was just like, jeez, th- that is a right. But what do you think? I mean, what do they pay for Seinfeld? Hundreds of millions. Oh, uh, that's a good question as well. Absolutely. I, I mean, I, it's, I, I'm but curious it's a, about that as well. But what they're using is they're using Dave Chappelle's The Closer to as piggyback a, on it and yeah. to say, hey. And it's a it's a good move, honestly. If you're well, if you want a piece of the pie, strategy, yeah. Because you're what you're doing is you're saying, hey, they spent all this money on this, but they won't spend any money on this, which they already spend money on that programming, right? Which they don't right. like. Uh, who's to say how much programming is enough programming? It's, it's of not that? A zero sum It's Netflix's game. job, actually. That's what they <laughs> yeah. get to do. They get all the numbers, and they're like, you know what? Mo- most people do. Hmm. It's just like CBS does. It's just like all this. We need benign murder comedy or murder mystery shit. Yeah. You know? Like, tell you what. I want to talk about watching too much TV. I've seen way too many CSI promos read recently <laughs> just watching football. Hard pass. Oh, my God. Hard, I mean, no, I'm not like that's insane. It's very bad. Yeah. But again, there is enough people that leave their television on or tune in to watch it. I am gladly staying in my non-broadcast bubble and I'm enjoying the hell out of watching the entirety of Seinfeld. I enjoyed Squid Game. I think that was it. I think Squid Game was a very interesting like and it's so weird that it has been so big. I think it's been I think it was great, but not like. Holy shit! This is like I cannot believe this many people watched it. I, which I find very, very interesting. Because no one, not that many people, didn't watch it. Those numbers are padded. 
Like uh, this is uh, no. So I don't remember what these. Is, so, I mean, there's like there's Netflix's Netflix bullshit be- two minute m- metric, which is like they count something as being watched as if you watch more than if you watch more than two minutes of it, it counts as a watch. And that number was, is like ridiculous. But also out of that number of that, like ninety percent of it, like finished it. Which is five hundred million they paid for Seinfeld. Five hundred, but that wasn't dollars. mentioned in the protest. Yeah. They when they the leaked documents that Pain. that's not leaked. Five hundred million dollars for a Do you know how much trans content racist, you can make for sexist. It's sexist, transphobic. Uh, Nothing wrong with that. Like. I mean, it's as a show from... But it's not included in the part of the protest. And so it is just a publicity stunt and it's a money grab to get content from Netflix to get them to the bend. That's all it is. I mean, it's, it's... this is why when people again, you don't have the time to like sleuth it out and like follow it sure. and do all this thing. All they hear is like, "Oh yeah, I did hear. I heard Dave said some some pretty mean things about trans people." And that's, and somebody, like, that's somebody that's not paying attention, and that's somebody that didn't watch the program. And that's yeah, yeah. They made a point I mean, of like they're laughing at uh, that are uh, at our hurt and our pain. And like I didn't hear a lot of jokes actually in the closer. At, mm, there weren't. There was that one about. There were jokes, but um, there wasn't. There, I would say seventy five percent of it was not jokes. Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, I. Mm. And I wasn't a huge fan of it. Like, that's the other thing, too. I don't want to sit here and be like, I thought it was brilliant. He was it was amazing. I do want to watch them all again because I do think that he had an overall point yeah. for making that those Netflix specials. It's about uh, the downtrodden of the black man. I mean, the, how the, you know, there was a little bit of oppression Olympics going on. I, 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 feel. I and I and that's I not that's not something I totally understand. And I, something I. You don't have to do these qualifiers. If I, we get canceled, that means I, we're way too big. I don't want and to. We're no, not. no I'm, just, so I'm just saying like. You can speak I, freely. No, well, I'm just saying. You don't have to give the qualifier. I don't understand. I've never experienced that before in my life. Oh, so no, 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 no. That's not what I'm We're talking about think, public figures. Yeah, no, that's not what I'm saying. That's, okay. not, that's not what I'm saying. No. Well, kind of sounds uh, like that. Sure. I don't remember what I was saying. Now I'm all thrown off. Okay. I don't. Uh, I talked about the oppression Olympics. I don't. I don't understand that as a thing as a goal i i don't understand i don't know if that's his goal <sighs> i don't think that's his goal I, but i I've, i think he I've had heard, a meaning. I, I think there's enough pe- well i do think between the between trans people and black people dave was certainly trying to make a head-to-head comparison about who's more oppressed and that you can't sure. make you can't you can I yeah I think that's maybe that's just going into uh you know just the normalization of black people that you can shit all over them now uh, again and uh, you don't have to worry about it. as compared to I don't know certain religions you know Christianity if you shit on Christianity left and right on you know national television mm-hmm. everybody will say that's fine mm-hmm. uh and now it's you know you can do that uh, apparently to uh, to black people I guess I don't know. Uh, no, I, I don't think that's true. Honestly. I don't think it's true. I don't think it's true. I, I think that's where I think that's where I think that's where the point failed, because it's like, and I don't, I don't think that was his point. I don't think that was the overall uh, point. Um, I think uh, no, I think that's part. I mean, I think that was a big part of it. I mean, between him and uh, you know, the baby killed a man, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, nothing's wrong with him. He killed, you know, that's fine. But he makes fun of homosexuals, then he gets canceled. I don't think Dave got canceled, but no, no, I'm saying little baby, little baby, oh, the baby, baby. I, the baby. Again, talk about people I could not pick out of a crowd. Like 
I could I, a little easy. Ooh, I could. There's so many, so many new pop star musician celebrities that I'm just like I could not pick you out of a fucking crowd. I couldn't remember Chrissy Teigen's name. I don't. What is she considered? A multi hyphen? Uh, I think she might just be reality star. I think she's more mm. in the vein of, but of Paris Hilton than anybody else. Anyhow, I w- I would be know. interested. It, it's kind of like Dave is a smart enough comedian where he's not going to do something this calculated like a Netflix special, like this round of Netflix specials, yeah. without a point. Like I think to do just the one-offs to not have like an overarching point is kind of beneath him honestly as far as the because of the caliber of comedian that he is so right i i and i haven't done it yet so i'll, I'll do my research and get back re-watch. to you but i think if you rewatch those in succession in order um there might be something that comes to light where you're like oh, okay okay i get it because what was the one that he did where it was just him in the in the comedy cellar yeah and, and it was he, just him just just talking just talking i love that one i think i i really enjoyed that a lot i think yeah. it's you know, much more of a. But that's know. him, for lack of a better term. That's him holding court. That's yeah. him just sitting around, not making jokes, just sitting around telling stories, yeah. being funny because he's a funny dude. <laughs> right. But he's not like, he's not hitting the mic on his on his uh, knee and everything like that. Like that he. There does. wasn't a running gag about the, how many times he met O.J. Simpson or whatever it was. Correct. Which is a great joke. I mean, great. Uh, like it wasn't a setup and payoff of kicking her right in the pussy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that that's a standup. That's a standup routine. Yeah. And that's where he told the story about the hooker and everything yeah. like that. And uh, I think I think this last one, the closure, I think was maybe a little bit of blending. Yes. Of those two of those two styles, yes. a little bit more. Yeah. So him holding court a little bit, and yeah, and in the midst sprinkling some jokes just to make it a little. Because actually, if you if you do watch it, I don't know how closely you watch the audience, but I started watching the audience pretty closely, and there are a couple. A I picked up those the purple the two women the two women that were I'm like just like oh like they, I remember uh, it was just like. They oh. were laughing for the first 15 oh, minutes. Really? Oh, were they? Oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't. And then they weren't at a certain point. And then they stopped. And then it's like, okay. But you know what? I didn't laugh a ton during it. I, I didn't think there was a ton of funny jokes, but I also don't yeah. think there was a ton of jokes in there. And I think, you know, his uh, his story about the trans comedian is tangential to the I know a black guy story. Like, that's, I mean, uh, yeah, I can, I, that's I what it kind of came off as. Yeah. And it's not that there's anything disingenuous with it or that that from his point of view, right? And I quite honestly, I don't even know if it's like a real person. I don't fucking know. I'm assuming it is. I'm trusting that it is. <laughs> right. Right? Right. But if that's your if that's your story to prove your point that you're not transphobic because you have a transphobic friend or you have a trans friend mm-hmm. that you let open for you and they're really bad and it's a funny joke that she was that bad, but then also, you know, you got to know her yeah. and then she killed herself and that's a sad thing that happened that suddenly means that trans people are punching down to black people like it doesn't right. connect no, when you're going connect. through right so it's a hard line to connect not i mean and again yeah. I'd, i wouldn't i wouldn't like to watch it again to see if it connects when you watch it in the totality of the uh of the specials because i think that's something he would do i think i mean honestly i do think that the black identity is <laughs> having here's the other thing i <sighs> Before these Netflix specials, I'm trying to remember of like a Chappelle comedy special that I watched. Oh, I mean, he had some great ones. I I, mean. I don't know how much I don't know how much I've really watched, quite frankly, oh. before these Netflix specials. 
And I'd say that, you know, it's mostly there's a lot of black identity. And I think that's very interesting. And I think he offers a unique perspective. And I like hearing it. I think it's then again, I like hearing stories. And I think he's a really excellent storyteller. I think that's Mm -hmm. what he does best is telling stories and uh, focusing on the absurd and uh, highlighting uh, and then maybe coming in and honing in on a point and trying to make something poignant. And that's that's and I, I. and I and think make to, it re- and make it relatable to to that point, and I think it's an interesting position that he was in, and it's interesting that um, it, it kind of tangential to it's going to be a hard one to get to for just a sentence here, but just stick with me. All right, I'm following you. Okay, tangential to a Trevor Bauer style. I'm going to prove a point because I can prove a point, and I'm in a position to prove a point. And then when I prove that point. I'm going to suffer the consequences for proving that point. Okay, and, and his, I think, and his point and I is think, that I, I think Dave Chappelle, when uh, there was a lot of comedians that were canceled, there were like when you had your Bill Cosby's and your Louis C.K.'s of the world and everything like that, even and your for Joe good Rogan's. Reason. Sure, yes, Cosby. But, <laughs> yeah, but he also defended Bill Cosby. He also defended Louis C.K. Oh, he did. Yeah, he did. He said, "What if the one superpower that you had was uh, you could save everybody, but all you did was rape a little bit, like rape some women and everything <laughs> once in a while?" You know, like that's what it was. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he got away. He, like he got away with doing all that because everyone loved Dave Chappelle. Like right? everyone loves right. Dave Chappelle. Right. So he was in a very unique position. One of a like quite literally a handful of people in the world that could yeah. talk about certain things, and people on both sides would listen. There's not a lot of people like that. Yeah. There's not a lot of people like that. So then when he tries to bring it home and really try to like make a point, because the whole the whole what hour and change, the closer. Yeah. Is all about trans people versus black people. All right. That's all it is. And so he's clearly trying to make that point. He's clearly trying to make, yeah. you know, in however you want to say the point is, but it's clearly something to do with that. And it's because he's in a very unique position to be able to talk about it yeah. and to get it made. I mean, if, if it's if Dave Chappelle's a nobody, he's not going first off, he's not going to be big enough to be canceled. Mm-hmm. He's also not going to get the special made unless he finances it himself. Like there's just no way. Like he's right. in a very, very unique situation to talk so freely about something, and you know, it's it's interesting. Like you made the point after John Gruden's uh, emails came out. Like the first email came out about the um, uh, Rick. Uh, well, the players' union representative. Yeah. I think uh, Newsom is. His, yeah, I think his his lip. Anyway, lips and about his lips. Yes. All right, and that came out, and it was kind of a slap on the wrist he still was coaching right. it was like you know the nfl was kind of in a tough place because he wasn't technically employed by the nfl yep. he was employed by the raiders but not at that time so what do you do and then like right. the whole all the other uh all the other stuff all the other stuff came out which i still think is fucking weird shit as to who disclosed that who leaked that information it's fucking roger goodell <laughs> i'm telling you right now yeah you talk shit you talk shit about roger goodell he's gonna find a way to fucking end you and i think that's the message i, I think that's... jason jason whitlock is a uh sports uh commentator who used to work for fox sports until he told too much truth now he has a podcast because that's the progression when you poke the bear and this goes back to my day i want to go the other way yeah, I know. That's why you just say you, you just you're just like no. I no, wanna, I mean, I'm going to give this qualifier here. I'm going to do this well, here. No, yeah, I, I hate no, qualifiers, but I'm going to give this total qualifier here. Like, I think everyone is uh, perfectly equal, and uh, you know, it's a really horrible thing that uh, blah 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 blah. Yeah. But if 
I mean, I think I think black Americans have gotten a real bad shake. I'm against violence, and I'm not afraid to admit it. No, it's but that's yeah. the thing where you he yeah, was yeah, in a I situation. Want to go the other way, I want to be hawking for Ritz crackers by the end of 2023. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be able to pull anything out. Yeah, well, this is going to be the ebony and ivory then of the <laughs> podcast here. I just everybody mark your books, December 2023. If not, I'm not a spokesperson for Ritz crackers. Mm-hmm. I'm ending it. So all. is that the is that the backbone <laughs> of our podcast here? Is that I will just, speak I gotta, truth and then Nathan will just walk it back. I'm gonna walk it back until I get that sweet Nabisco money. Okay. <laughs> well, you, just, I think my, it's does Nabisco make Ritz? I should know this. You should learn. I should know this. I need you to do some research. That's guys. the thing that's not gonna allow you to do the Ritz crackers is because they're like, <laughs> like that fucker doesn't that even fucker. know the product. <laughs> he doesn't, doesn't even, even understand it. Do you think we make fucking Oreos over here? Nabisco does chips Ahoy over here, buddy. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyhow. But the thing is, you, I'm not walking anything. You're, back. you know, you walk things back all the time. I mean, you you're the one uh, that like you give the qualifier. You don't take a stance on like these are hot topic issues. Oh, these are yeah. things that are like. And again, I because I think I think I think the world's far too nuanced for. I mean, we, I think we're doing a pretty good job here of talking and debating things and mm-hmm. discussing things. Uh, but I also know that I don't know enough to. I know I don't know enough to get myself in trouble. How about that? I don't know enough to not I get know in that I don't know enough that I could get myself in trouble. I, I think that I can I, I don't see, I go on the other I go on the other side of it. I would I, love for us to get in trouble. I would love to get in trouble for like, See, that's the difference between you and me, because I got a job. But how? Like um, how I I know that um what, how can I get in trouble? Uh um, yeah, how, what what are you getting in trouble? I mean, well what have we said that's egregious? To whom? I mean, but you're that, always going to offend somebody by talking. Well, that's I mean, what you I'm offend saying. people there's, there's by by when we're giving an interview for shows that we do because you just you're not taking it seriously enough. I take it. Who doesn't? I take it plenty seriously. To you, Anyhow. but other people perceive that you're Anyhow. not, and that's what we're worried about. So you're always worried about the next person's possible per- perception uh, of you and your intentions. No, no. I mean, I, I could put together a great supercut of all these podcasts and have you say the worst things in the world. Right. Uh, no, I just doesn't um, mean you believe them or set them, but like no, we're talking right now. I don't about... want to be too flippant though as well. I mean, I do want to be flippant, but I don't a little bit pull it back a little bit. What do you mean? Pull I don't back. know. I just, I don't want to say something that's like horrible. How about that? But who's like, so you think that your job will fire you because of something you said on this podcast? I, I think if I have enough people, if I say something, if I don't think about what I say, it's good and enough people could rally around it. I w- so you think you could say something. This shows your narcissism, by the way. Like you think you could say something that rallies enough people to call for your and, job. To in be today's put- climate, in today's climate, Bobby. I, and this is something before this podcast, before I've I've really I've always been concerned about people taking something, latching onto something and because I've I've been Considering I've been following I've been following cancel culture before cancel culture was called cancel culture. Okay. The, the amount of people who have been absolutely I mean uh, who what was was that you docu- have that was a documentary. It was a great documentary. I'm sure who fucking made mm-hmm. uh, about um, the gal who made the off she was a fucking nobody. A nobody. Uh-huh. And she tweeted out about getting AIDS. She's going to Africa. I hope I don't get AIDS. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And she took like a twelve-hour flight mm-hmm. from London to I don't remember somewhere in Africa, mm-hmm. 
and she she landed on the plane mm-hmm. and her life was ruined mm-hmm. she had i mean she made that one joke and enough people rallied around about how much of a piece of shit this person is mm-hmm. and dogpiled mm-hmm. uh to the point where she lost her job but you're forgetting the south park effect uh, I don't know who this person is. I, I no, don't. you don't. But that was also early on. Like, of course, they're going to latch on. I think I th- no, no offense to you, Bobby, okay. or myself. We are not Matt Parker and Trey Stone. No, 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 no. I'm not <laughs> okay. saying we are. No, I'm okay. not. No, I'm, okay. no. I'm saying the, the South, South Park, Park effect, effect is. that over over time, people don't look at that anymore because they're like, oh yeah, that's just what that does. All right, and that's what they've done with cancel culture for sure. Back when it first started, when that girl, that doesn't happen. There's there's billions of tweets before i am done with this sentence there are many more offensive tweets that were ever said before that girl all right that were said and they're not canceled because it's too much time and effort it's a nice anecdotal story i, I think it's I a think, nice anecdotal story I think that garbage still happens today where there's not people, enough to ruin their life i people's lives have been ruined because of bullshit and i hate it and i drives and it drives me nuts there not, was, and not to say, and here's the other thing. There's a guy. I, I'm going to go and say that I am, I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I'm not racist. I have, certainly I have prejudices in my life. Uh, and if you say you don't have prejudices in life, then you're a fucking liar. Um, I don't think that's true. No, I think everybody's got some prejudices inside them. I, that's just that's just what it is. I think people that have children are chumps. What I mean, that's not a prejudice. <laughs> <laughs> You know that whole me punching you in the mouth thing. <laughs> anyway, if you say I can if, shit on parents, right? If you, well, I'm right. not shitting on your kids. I'm right. shitting on you for making horrible decisions. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> uh, anyhow, so the amount of the amount of people who just I I hate it and it drives me nuts. So yeah, I want to be. So you're gonna cowtail to them? Slight, no, I want to be slightly careful with my words, and mm-hmm. I want to say something I actually mean, and not. Well, see, I don't think you're being honest. See, well, no, it's well, it is a it is a it is a form of self censorship, and you, I don't and I don't like that. This but, is not about self censorship. No, that's so. What I'm doing is completely self censorship. No, I'm saying and the I, point I, of this podcast I, is not about self censorship. Right, right, and I and I totally agree. You have multiple jokes where you'll say "kiss you on the mouth" to somebody in public. I love that. And that's then you also joke. had a multiple times where kiss you, you on said. The mouth? Oh, I know this guy. Oh, does he have hook for hands? Like all those things can be that's cons- ableist. Yeah, exactly, all those things can be taken out of context. All right. Not yeah. to mention the times where you're condescending and belittling to people that are just doing, you know, something they like to do they on just, a Wednesday night. I am not. I do not think less of anybody who is doing axe throwing. I have multiple B-roll interviews where you are being condescending. That's the more, no. It's not condescending because you think you're it's stupid. Hearing, you're hearing condescending. That's the. No, that's all on you. Well, and this that is... also might be a good indication of what people are doing when they're looking for injustice in the world, when they can't hear a joke, but they're looking for injustice. Right. right? You're, you're looking for me being condescending. Well, because you are being. Condescending. I mean, I'm not because I know because you told me like <sighs> when you take it too seriously and when you're taking this particular activity I, too seriously, uh, you have a problem. I'll, I'll say it at once. I'll say it again. If you take something too seriously, it, I do. I do dislike that. And that, that's so if you the take board. this podcast too seriously. I don't like that. Don't take anything I say. Like I am gonna go ahead and just no people aren't gonna like this. I'm gonna take the Joe Rogan defense. If you're like making big life changing or like like I don't know philosophical like definitions of who you are off of or what you're going to do with your life because something I say, that's a fucking problem. Mm -hmm. I'm not a smart person. 
Yeah, I, uh, you're also not looking at the other side of the coin, bud. Because if you get if you get fired from your job for something you said, that means we have entered a new echelon of people listening, and therefore we can monetize this thing in a way that I don't think so. It just takes like one. No, because then it opens up a whole other world of people that will support you. Because it's not like the entire world. And this is where I go back to. I, I don't. Here's the deal. Is, wait, wait, hold on, wait. People don't get can't, don't cancel me as, as a way for me to financially gain because I'd rather not do that. Oh no 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 no! Again, you're missing what I'm I saying because you don't I'm listen. Just, I'm just but, letting you know. But what happens is when one door shuts, another like another and five I, open. Right? right, I'm a firm believer in pivoting and in, in, uh, so, in adapting because that's what you do as a parent is you adapt and you pivot. That's okay. what you do. Yeah, okay. you got to shimmy and shake, and if you cause that's another thing people don't do. Shimmy and shake? No, they don't. People because it's offensive. <laughs> people as parents, as parents, people want to be locked in because. They think they want to be rigid. They want to be firm. But but that's not the way to live life. I don't care about parenting. I'm not going to have kids. It's I know. Fine. I'm, I'm but, just letting you. Well, same with the, anything else in your life, Bobby. Well. Don't be too rigid. And also. Be loosey-goosey. Na- and also, Nathan. And you and as well. Be, take your own advice. Be loosey-goosey. Be free-flowing. I'm very loosey-goosey. Be candid. This is I'm fine. I'm always candid. No, you're not. But. Um, th- I don't want to say things that are racist. I'm not asking you to say things that are racist. I, and I, yeah. I'm asking you to have a conversation. Well, no, you're telling me to be, say something I, racist. I never said you Nathan wrote a be big racist. note on the notepad in front of you. <laughs> say something really racist right now. I'm like, Bobby, that's really inappropriate. Oh wow, now you're leading. God, <laughs> you're being a real dick right now. Um, no, he's that. No, I don't have a notepad. I threw it on the ground because my Cause I was pissed off. You're angry. You're um, a hot little potato. I'm a hot little potato. No, I don't think I think that they're going back to this whole thing. You kind of are making this point like the division in the world is not as big as people make it out. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And therefore, when we get into divisive topics like again, if Dave Chappelle is transphobic, who cares? Um. Right. I he don't. A, I he's don't got a, in, yeah. He's got a platform to I say. I don't. I don't believe in deplatforming. So. I don't either, but I also don't. I also, I don't know him, so it's hard to defend him. But it's, it's also like you feel like you know him. No, no, and I'm like I think Dave Chappelle's funny, but I don't. Uh, like you're talking to a guy that went and saw Louis C.K. I think Louis C.K. is much funnier than Dave Chappelle, and I know that would make, make a lot of people going, "Oh my god, what?" Oh. Yeah. I think Louis C.K., especially when he was like on top of the world, was I mean, yeah, a very, very, very funny comedian. Yeah. And Dave Chappelle is a very funny guy. It's it's, you know. It it's so it's so close where you're like, okay, what what are you actually arguing I, here? I, no, I don't believe in arguing that. No, it's stupid. But uh, I still think, and on top of that, I still think the funniest comedian I've ever seen live is Daniel Tosh. And does that that's, mean he's the best comedian in the world? That's no. funny. But he is the one. He when I saw him, I was like, I never stopped laughing. Never. Not. No, once. this must have been a real hot room. He made. He made what fourteen abort abortion jokes like to start real hot. Room. It's like I like to read the room, make fourteen like abortion jokes and everything like that. You know, just really gauge the room. You know, kind of see where yeah. I'm at. And it was it was hilarious. It was absolutely hilarious. But um, it, the world is not as divided as we are meant to believe. If you yeah. watch, if you read articles and listen to the news and shit like I, that. I listened to a really good Freakonomics podcast. I'm trying to remember who the Republicans Let's think. go right to NPR. Yeah, no, they're, they're, not, I mean, he, it airs on NPR, but yeah, it's they're not going to be. Yeah, they're not going to continue was, to be divisive. Uh, it was yeah. a really interesting. Uh, it was a really interesting guy. He was a he's a former GOP strategist. 
uh, used to be it was a professional French horn player. Okay. And then he then he got into like uh, economics and other stuff. Anyhow, his thing is like, that we need privileged at all. Is that we need more compassion in this world. We need more compassion and we need more love. Everybody needs to love each other more. And that there's too much contempt. There's too much disgusted hate in the world. And that yeah. you you find you find the opposing group disgusting. Right. And, and you hate them so much it disgusts you. Yes. And, and you're and, unable to have the conversation with them. And, it, and I'm like, a conversation. And I'm like, this is that's really interesting. And, and just and about how it doesn't matter like what your political affiliation is. It doesn't matter what side of the coin, any coin you're on. If you are denigrating the out group from yourself, you get so much more reaction. People react more. People have that, that pressing that hate button, Mm -hmm. uh, a lot more and feel that there's no down button on Facebook. That's why there's vomit and, uh, or angry face. Mm -hmm. That's, that's what they got. And that's so much more common uh, when you're talking about yeah, talking negatively about the outgroup. So, but attention is involved. Uh, like negative attention is still attention. Okay, right. And then also, what you're, happens? You're reacting. Going back to us having this conversation, even though we are two white men sitting here having this conversation, cis white men. Thank you. You can't speak for me. So anyway, um, so <laughs> it's true. I haven't seen your genitals. Mm, no, you haven't. Anyway, so. Uh, but never we, we can have. I will never tell. Right. I don't want to see him, quite frankly. <laughs> it's Pat. Um, <laughs> How that fun? Exactly. How that so far in world. Exactly what? right. No, the '90s were a different time. Man. Being able to have the conversation, Not that there's anything being able to talk about it. I mean, what we're talking yeah. about there there's extremes of situations so we'll just go back to this Dave Chappelle thing not to bel- not to belabor the point here but like oh, okay. you know there's there's Dave Chappelle's the closer there's the Netflix uh protests and everything like that that okay. they're doing that have dwindled and they are what they are right but in between is like reality and what's really happening cuz those are just two extremes of the yeah, situation uh, yeah. right one is a multi-millionaire making a point about, about something it's like okay well okay cool yeah and then there's like again these people that are clearly well to do i mean netflix isn't paying them nothing and they're clearly like mm, I don't know. I would you protest would you go on a protest would you leave your job to protest because you stood for something so yeah, much they'd have to fuck up a lot mm-hmm. yeah they'd have to fuck up a lot for you yeah. to put your livelihood yeah you won't even give a you have to say everything with a qualifier on a podcast yeah, you know right? just to well, no, just say but not you're not going to walk I, out because I want to give context. It's not qualifiers. It's context. It's qualifiers. Jesus, but that's the most fucking political fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole fucking life. Exactly. It's fucking garbage. This episode is totally going to be named no qualifiers. <laughs> no qualifiers. Uh, it's you, not something I, I understand the you know the plight of. But you're not going to walk out your job because the custodial staff is not making overtime. Uh, not making overtime. Yeah, but they are making overtime. No, but I mean, I would, I'm just I giving would, you an example. Of what, like, I, what I if they stopped giving like making them work, if they made them work overtime and they weren't getting paid overtime, I'm don't know if I'd work walk out on that. Yeah, I'd be very. But, but there very are people dis- in Netflix that walked out because there's not enough trans content on Netflix because the money's being used to buy the the Chappelle show. I feel like and they quickly of... went back to work. By the way, that's yeah, that's they... the other thing that we're going to ignore. I feel like they w- there's a lot of trans content on Netflix, and that's the other side and of the coin. But to sit down and have a conversation about both of them, like, well, first off, having a logical conversation about it is something that needs to happen. Something yeah. that also needs to have like 
it doesn't matter what our race, gender, sexual orientation is or anything like that. We can still look at the nuts and bolts of it and have a conversation about it. Yeah. Everybody should be able to talk about anything, quite frankly. Yeah. And so you shouldn't you shouldn't live in a you shouldn't live in (laughs) you shouldn't live in an oppressed world where you can't say something that's Uh, your opinion. That's not hurting anybody. That's because you can see me making it me making a bullshit lazy joke. I, I don't think is. Did you make a bullshit lazy joke? No, because I self-censored myself. What was your bullshit lazy I joke? I couldn't. No, because it's so dumb. I already forgot it. Okay. So, I guess. I'm growing as a person. <sighs> yeah, I'm you're trying changing. To, I'm trying to be the person I want my children to be. You're going to finish. That's, that's a joke. Finish the lap, lap strong. Well, again, I can make fun of you being a parent, right? Right, and I can make fun of you for loving your dog too much. Do um, you love your dog? Would you I say? Do. Would you say you love your dog? Yeah, if my dog died from the thing it just ate. I'd be really sad I'd for be a long sad. time. I a long time. Oh yeah, a long time. Are we talking years? I don't think I'd get over it. Yeah, honestly. I mean, I would probably. I mean, it would move down the totem pole of sadness uh, over over time. But yeah, it would be a long time. Like we wouldn't get a dog for a while. Oh, that's good. I, I, that, I've always that's found, just you. I, I've always found, I always found that weird. What the people who like their their dog dies, and they, and they, and they get a new dog the next week. No, I no. I'm, I'm like I don't no. get that. So I mean that's a win in your column, mm-hmm. I guess, for you being enjoying your dog, loving your dog, not enjoy. You don't enjoy your dog. Yeah, no, I don't want you my dog. You love your to dog. Die. I yeah. I don't. I'm mad right now. That, I don't want your dog to die either, Bobby. Okay, thank you. My dog, when we were, before Nathan showed up, like, my dog was chewing on a toy, and I have, the dog has many toys, and there was a, like. Did you say too many toys? Too many toys, yes. I I personally believe he has too many toys. Too many annoying toys that make very, very disgusting sounds all the time, and he doesn't stop chewing on them, because he's a dog. And so, he makes his annoying noises, and he was doing it tonight, and I, I was just, I was trying to work on myself, just being like, you know what, I'll just let him chew on it, yep. I'm just going to let him chew on it. He's going to make that annoying noise. I'm just going to be here watching TV. I'll just wait for Nathan to show up, and then we'll go down and do the podcast. And I got up to uh, just check on the toy at some point, and I realized that he ate uh, about a third of it. And I was like, fuck. Well, that's not a good thing. My dog's pretty aggressive with the toys. So I had to give him a treat, brought it up to my wife, and said, hey, we got a problem. And she was like, oh, shit. Yeah. And it's 8.30 at night. There's no vet open, and I'm like, fuck, uh, this is going to become an ordeal. Like, he's either going to be perfectly fine, it's going to cost me money, or he's going to die. One of those three things is going to happen. And You want to put numbers on those? Or? Yeah, I hope <laughs> I, I, mean, I hope it's perfectly fine, honestly. But I'm sure. Everything's going to work yeah, out. Well, oh, and that's, 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 the, that's the general positivity that I bring to my life. Because you got to be loosey-goosey. you got to roll with the punches. That doesn't mean the punches don't hurt, Bobby. <laughs> it means you just gotta roll with them, <laughs> and this has been Nathan's philosophies on life. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see what happens. I'll keep you guys updated if I if I'm all sad and want to have a ki- child next week. You'll know why. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I I let my dog die. It's time for me to have a kid. No, no, that's not the direction <laughs> I would. You'd oh. know something was seriously wrong with me then. Yeah, I'd be like, finally! Oh my god! I'm so glad you saw. Would the you life. be happy if I had a kid? Um, I don't know. Like, that's an interesting question. Like, in, hey, I'm the only person you can offend right now, so you yeah. can say whatever you want. I don't know. You can be honest. Like, 
would I be happy if you had a kid? Yeah, if I could, like, if if I had a kid, I think I'd have like some strong reservations because of how much shit you've said about the about having children. Uh, yeah, it's like yeah, I'd be like, oh, this is an interesting turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, were you just lying to yourself this whole time, or or what? I try not to. Lie I, to I think there's some. I think you got some deep uh, defensive mechanisms going on, but you, I don't know. Oh, how? Go on. I don't know. I studied psychology. I can Did d- you? deal with it. I think deep I, defense mechanisms. I don't know. There's with something, what? but not wanting to have kids. With not wanting to have kids. Yeah. It was never a desire. Never. I, I don't. I here's the and here's the and this is what I'm trying to tell you. Mm-hmm. Most people, I don't think it's a strong desire. I I don't. I think most people, it's not a this weird thing where my life's not going to be fulfilled. It's like, I think me and Oprah can agree on a lot of things. And I think we'll be like a really fun couple like later on when we're together and everything. Um, I think I'm, we're going to be a fun couple here and it's only a matter of time. No, I, th- I, again, I don't think you listen to me at all. I don't think you listen to me at all. I said me and Oprah uh, yeah, you are going to be a fun, be a fun couple, couple down the road because oh, we I th- just, I thought you were saying because Oprah being childless yeah. would be, you know, no, because her- Are, you're getting together with Oprah. <laughs> Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, you're gonna again. Don't tell Katie her her drive, her drive and desire to be great at something Kay. outweighed her desire to have a child. Stevie Nicks, uh, you know, there's a number. There's a number of people. Yeah, there's an in. You know, when you were talking earlier about like the the women having uh, babies and then the strong like physical thing yeah. that like overtakes them and everything like that i think that's absolutely true i think that's uh, there's a you are definitely creating another human being inside your body and it takes a physical toll on you and right? there's a weird thing that happens but not you. every person man woman whatever in the world is meant to have a child all right and there yeah. are people I, in the world that choose not to have children and they seem to have pretty good life i mean oprah did pretty good yeah, I'm and not, so I'm thinking like Oprah and I on our first date would have a lot to like talk about. Like Stedman could be there; it's fine. We're, like, we get it. You are know? you swinging with Oprah now? I wish. I mean, it'd be fun just well, for I the mean, story. Listen, just for I the think story. anytime you could be like a swinger with a billionaire. Yeah, you know that's no matter what. You know, I just think you, I I would like to talk about her career, her drive when she wanted to be like when she knew, and then like you know just this you know her story. I just want to know. You know. Yeah. No, I don't. No, no. There's O magazine for that. I'd much rather listen to Oprah's life story than to look at any picture of anyone's child ever. Um, okay, that's fucking weird. Really? Yeah, that's a weird qualifier. Well, no, because no one wants to see a picture of your child. I don't know if you know that. Like, no one wants to see a picture of I anyone's kids. Generally, don't show pictures of my. Children. I know you don't. Yeah, but, but like, no one wants that at all. Like, no one. Mm. At all. Mm. Outside of your parents, no one wants mm. it. See, this is the where this is where the delusional parent in you is talking. No. You think people want to see like a Christmas card with you and oh, your family? Oh god, no. That's why we've never given one out. Yeah. No one wants it. like, hey, you got a bunch of pictures of us. I know once again, I know I'm incredible. And speaking well I'm a I'm an incredible narcissist. I know this about myself. At no point have I ever sent out a Christmas card with our picture on it. And that's that's true growth. That's great. I also like. I just I don't put pictures up on the Instagrams and the other stuff. Oh, I know. Because I don't. I don't need to put. That but out you're there. you're you're a narcissist that can manage your narcissism. I mean, and I think you at least. I've been trying. To, I've been trying to say that for years. No <laughs> one's listening though. No one's listening. 
I've known that forever. <laughs> I've uh, done been doing that. No, but I think there's I I think when you get to social media and everything like that, there's yeah. there's narcissism that's not perceived as narcissism when it is exactly narcissism. And going back right. to the attention, attention is attached to narcissism, right? You are looking, and again, I did go, I did take uh, psychology, sure, you know, in college. I know who I am. That's a, that's all I'm saying. But that is attached to it. So, and that's the other thing too with identity, any type of, any kind of identity, if you can separate yourself, especially in a world where there's, this is statistically true, there's more people on this earth now than there were 20 years ago, right? So there's, uh, there's more people than ever, right? So everyone's always searching for a a leg up and if I can be different and I can get a, uh, get attention in some way. I dyed my hair. Yeah, exactly. Because it's if it's purple, people will be like, "Whoa, your hair is purple! Wow, what is that all about?" That's why I want to have my femur bronzed and put it on my tombstone. So when people walk through, they'll still see me and read my name and hopefully learn about who I am. And it says on your tombstone, "This man was never canceled for anything he said," <laughs> except for that one time. Except in for that one time, fifty-six. When he <laughs> shit on Nabisco. <laughs> it's like, like when that when I had my fallout with Nabisco. That was a uh, Mm-hmm. <laughs> things really took a turn for the worst because I didn't uh, recognize like the squid hand people anymore. I'm like, I'm not going to recognize no squid hand people. <laughs> and this could be a podcast. Yeah, this could be a podcast. In 2056, there's a lot of people with squid hands. I was, yeah. I didn't watch squid games, so and, I don't know. And Nabisco, they're courting them hard. Thank you guys very much for listening. Um, I'm being honest with you. I know Nathan's not, but um, that's fine. It's it's he wants to protect his job. I I just you, you know, know I just I want to understand that I can hurt people with my words, Bobby. Doing a little self reflection, and it and you I, should as a listener do a little self reflection as well, and then maybe you know give a little uh, to the the pod. Give a yeah, little to the yeah. Pod. I mean, listen, it, you know, if I do get canceled, I'm really expecting. All of you motherfuckers, don't <laughs> <laughs> line because I got kids to feed, and I don't. And, and between the two of us, we have an average household. So <laughs> yeah, just just you know, think about that before you sit there and write angry tweets or message somebody. I don't know. I'm just saving the taxpayer. Nathan's putting a burden on it. So thanks, guys, for listening. Uh, Bye. Uh, the best go.